the 13th chapter. In the last chapter, we finished with some of the rules that are necessary for Korban, um, the Korban of the Beddin, which is, called, which is called Parhe Alib Davar Shel Sipur. This is one of the main topics, if not the main topic, of, of uh, Masechet Horayot in the Mishnah and, and the Gemara. And Harambam summarized very beautifully in a very succinct way at the end of last chapter, all the conditions for this very rare mitzvah to take place. Now, a couple of words about this mitzvah. Um, the, conceptually, this means that our Bedin Hagadol, our, the Supreme Court of Justice of Am Israel, is capable of making a mistake. So, of course, philosophically, this is a very powerful point, in as much as um, unlike other systems, it's not that the law is what ultimately is decided by the Bedin Hagadol, but there is something above the Bedin Hagadol as well. There is some objective criteria that the Bedin Hagadol itself can be found to have made a mistake. Now, how does this work practically speaking? That's a very, very good question. It's one that the Gemara never really addresses, but I suspect that there is two limits to the authority of the Bedin Hagadol and what they can do and how a mistake can arise. One of them is a subsequent Bedin. So for a subsequent Bedin to change the law, there needs to be some sort of a ceremony, some sort of a ritual, some sort of an acknowledgement that what was done before was not the case. Um, so in a way, this korban, that's required of the Betin HaGadol for erring, is not so much to, to, to put limits on the first Betin, on the earlier Betin, but to put limits on the later Betin so that they know that if they want to change anything, they'll have to, they'll have to sort of acknowledge or, or somehow um, do something signaling to everyone that there had been a mistake before. So that, that, that's obviously a, a deterrent from, from ch- changing things too much. But I think more importantly, more practically, the real ultimate limit on the authority of the Betin Hagadol is the people. And if the Betin Hagadol does something because they have a, a you know an intellectually um, sound reason for doing so and they go through the, the 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 whole process, they have a vote and they try to change the law in a certain way, and then this doesn't catch why doesn't it catch? Because the, the, the Jewish people is a living and breathing organism with a mind of its own, sort of independent of the Bedin. The Jewish people itself has some notions that it's not willing to negotiate on. They are not up for, for debate. They are not within the jurisdiction of the Bedin. And sometimes you only realize these things after the fact. The third way by which a Bedin can make a mistake is literally by making a mistake and erring and, and making a mistake um, that's based in part on, on fact or on objective information that's later found to not have been the case. So having said all of this, there are a few conditions that need to be satisfied for this very special Korban. Again, the Korban would mean that the Bedin Hagadol has made a mistake, everyone knows it, and when the Bedin Hagadol does a mistake in this Korban, 
it exempts anyone who had been relying explicitly on this ruling. So on the one hand, there is a korban for the Bedin Hagadol. On the other hand, whoever was relying on this judgment is exempt from their own korban. But there is very strict conditions that make it almost impossible for, for, this, for this to happen. So how can it happen that if one of the conditions that we explained, that, that we set forth before, if it's missing, the Bedin will be patur, and, and those who relied on it, it will be as if they did not rely on the Bedin, but they will have to bring their own korban. Mutar. So, uh, assume that a Beddin of one of the Shevatim, let's say the Beddin of Shevet Binyamin, ruled to the tribe of Binyamin that Helev Akeva, a particular Helev, that is not the Helev that everyone understands is forbidden, but it's a more particular Helev about which there is a special derasha that that also is forbidden, that that one is Mutar, the Helev uh, that covers the stomach. And then the local community aided relying on this on this ruling. That betin is going to be patur, and everyone else is going to be hayav uh, korban hatat. Not that they did anything wrong in in a way that's going to be punished or anything like that, but they have to bring a korban. Um, why is that? Because what's missing here is it's not a Bedin Hagadol. It's a local Bedin of a singular tribe, not the Bedin of all of Am Israel. Another example, let's say the Bedin Gadol, now the Supreme Court of Justice, rules that the blood from the, the heart, which is a surminatora because of a singular derasha, it's not something that's well known, but they rule that that particular thing is mutar. And, however, when they issue that ruling, they were missing one of the elements of quorum which were described before. For example, the Rosh Shiva is not there. Or one of them was not, was not fit to sit in, in the Bedin. For example, he was a convert or Mamzer coming from an illicit relationship or older and never had kids, which is an invalidation from sitting in the Bedin. Then because this wasn't the, 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 the Bedin sitting in its full composition with its full authority, then whoever relied on it, it's, it's like relying on hacham that, you know, it's not your fault, but you still have to bring korban hatat, and the Bedin itself will not bring their own korban. How do we know that the Torah requires that this misva of pare alim lavash sibur is only for bet adin hagadol? We have a pasuk that says, and if the entire congregation of Am Israel errs, makes a mistake, so this means that it's whichever body represents the entirety of Am Israel, which is the Bedin Hagadol. 
ומנין שעד שיהיו כולם ראויים להוראה או להוראיה, and how do we know that all of the ones sitting need to be actually uh, fit for sitting there in the Bedin when issuing this ruling so that this condition is satisfied? שנאמר עם מעיני העדה, because it says, and if it happens that a certain thing is missed from the eyes of the congregation. So the eyes of the congregation, those who see on behalf of the congregation are the Bedin, and the Bedin need to be able to see very clearly, which means all of their members need to be proper and fit. And then the Aida, the congregation, we have another Pasuk that talks about the congregation with respect to ruling in a capital case. So because in a capital case we know that we require every single member to be fit, so to here we would apply the same standard, the same criteria. Also, if they issue a ruling, and then in the middle of the ruling, it's not that they have an argument that one half says Asur, one half says Mutar, but rather, among those who say Asur, stands someone up and says, not only is it Asur, but you're making a mistake. This is an obvious mistake of law that you're making, and your ruling is not going to be valid, and they ignore him, and they still vote, then that ruling also is not sufficient to be Hayav Korban, or to be Poter, those who rely on it from Korban Hatat, the individual one. Yada ehad minastan hedrin umiotan shetawa matirin veshateku. Hoil vehoru veloya sham holek. Ufa shetaha horaya berova kahal. Harebedin hayavim bekorban. Vehosha asal pi hempatur. Veelu shateku. Imasual pi elu shehoru hareelu hayavin. Mi peneshelo talubebedin. Now let's say that a minority of the members of the bedin knew that there was a mistake going on. But they did not say anything. They just voted to say Asur instead of standing up and saying, you guys are making a mistake. And then the ruling was issued. Everyone relied on it. And the majority of Am Yisrael, as we'll see soon, rely on this ruling. So this is enough to, to bring Korban Pare Alem Davar Shusbur. It is enough for those who relied on it not to have to bring their own Korban, their own korban Hatat. However, those individual members of the Bedin that knew that there had been a mistake, they are not entitled to rely on this ruling because they know that, they was, that there was a mistake. And therefore, if they go ahead and they, and they, and they have a hatat and they have a mistake that happens to, uh, to, to coincide with this, they, they have to bring their own hatat. So too, if the ruling was a theoretical ruling, they were just debating 
what the halacha should be, but they were not issuing a practical ruling, permission for people to go ahead and do something. In other words, they discussed in theory what, what the halacha should be, but it's not that, that the Beddin said, like in the very first example, you, a tribe of Binyamin, are allowed to do the following. Go ahead and rely on us. There was no permission to rely practically on this ruling. So if some, somebody nevertheless applied this theoretical ruling in practice, this would not be the kind of reliance necessary for Pare Alim Laval Shasipur or for exempting the individual from their own Koban Hatat. So, another example, so too, if there was a Horaya from the Bedin, but now it's not that the majority of the people followed it, but only a minority followed it, then the Bedin is Patur, because it needs to be that the majority of Am Israel followed this ruling, and this wasn't the case here. Um, and the individuals that were the minority of Am Israel that follow this ruling, each has to bring their own Korban Hatat. Bet, Sanhedrin atzman she'asu behorayatan, enan mistarefin l'robakahal atsheyu rov she'asu chosmin asanetrin. One technical small important point, when we talk about the majority or minority of Am Israel, this is without counting the 71 members of the Sanhedrin. They, in this instance, do not count for, for the majority. So if it's exactly half and half, and you have to... Okay, we'll get later to the half and half. Asu rovan she'eles Yisrael al pihem afal pishe eluha osim shevet echad. If the majority of the inhabitants of Eres Israel did rely on this ruling, even if they all belong to a single to a singular tribe, for instance, in our day and age, which you know we assume that most all of us belong to the tribe of Yehuda. And the, the the tribes that were that were assimilated within it, for instance, Binyamin, probably part of Shimon. Um, there may have been others, as as told at the end of the Berhayamin Bet, and obviously the tribe of Levi for the Levim and the Kohanim. So conceivably, if the majority of Am Israel does something today, that's a majority. That's only one tribe, but it doesn't matter. We don't look at the tribes. We look at the Am Israel as a whole. And moreover, not, not all of Am Israel, but Am Israel that live in Eres Israel, that resides in Eres Israel. Or, alternatively, if the majority of the tribes, if the majority of the tribes follow the ruling, even if it's not the majority of Am Israel, so say that Yehuda is 50% of the population, we have 11 tribes making the other 50%, and from those 11, we have 7 that in population, in total, they are like, like 20% of Am Israel, but the majority of each of those tribes follows the ruling, then that's also enough for the Korban. So in that case, the Beddin will be Hayav, in Par Ha'alim Sipur, and those who rely would be Patur. 
Kesad. Now our mom is going to spell out what we just explained. Hayu Yosheve Eres Israel Sheshmeot Elef Vehad. Assume that the inhabitants of Eres Israel were six hundred thousand and one. Vehayu Haosim Behorayat Bedin Sheloshmeot Elef Vehad. And those who follow the Bedin were exactly 300,000 300, and one. In other words, 50% and one. But they all belong to the tribe of Yehuda. Or if um, seven entire tribes, or I, I think it means the majority, but I'm not sure. I think it's not every single person in those tribes, I think is a majority of those tribes, but let's just go with all of the tribes. So all of seven tribes did something, even though they they sum up to a total of 100,000. In that case, the Bedin will be Hayav, and everyone who relies on them will be Patur. However, we discount anyone who does not reside in Eres Israel because when we talk about Kahal, we are only referring to people who live in Eres Israel. And for this purpose, in particular, Menashe and Ephraim are counted as a single tribe. Gimal. Hayuha osim merubim bishatahetu muatim bishatia dia. O muatim bishatahetu merubim bishatia dia. Hakol holeha harshe atamase. If there was a difference in the number of people in, in the percentages, at the time of the acceptance of the ruling and at the time of acting upon it, what we care about is the acting upon it. The act. In the example of Helev, the eating of the Helev has to be done by the majority. So the Bedin issues a ruling, the Bedin Gadol, that, that a certain fat is permissible, and it was a mistake, and then a minority of the people follow this, and then they find out that this was a mistake. And the Bedin then issues a retraction. And then, as a second ruling, the same Bedin, they issue a ruling in a separate context, and they say something is permissible, and it turns out it wasn't the issue of retraction. And let's say that one third of Am Israel follow the first ruling, and a second, separate third follow the second ruling. When you combine them, you have a majority. So in this case, you may combine them, and there is enough for para alim davar with a condition that we are about to spell out. Continuation, even though it's 
And all of this is when we are talking about a single, the same Beddin. However, if between ruling one and ruling two, the Beddin recycled itself, its members died, then um, it doesn't, it's not, uh, it, 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 you cannot add them, you cannot aggregate them, the, those who rely on those two rulings to adapt to a majority, to, to a majority of Am Israel. And this is, this is also, this is also if the ruling was in the same exact thing, for instance, Arambam gave the example of Halev and then Avodah Zarah, but even if it had been Halev and then Halev again, or Dam and then Dam again, and the two-thirds or whatever join, add up to a majority of Am Israel, you can still do this aggregation game that, that we just discussed. One more thing, not only do people have to rely on the Beddin, but they also cannot be having another independent mistake at the same time. How so? So, let's say that 49% of the people relied on the Hora'a. The other 1.5%, which would add, add up to the majority, they knew that this was a mistake. They, they knew that the, the, the ruling was based on on a faulty interpretation of something, let's say on a faulty, let's make it easy, on a faulty, objectively verifiable um, fact that, that they knew is wrong. Um, for example, they said, Helevakeva is mutar because Helevakeva has the same kind of blood vessels that Helev, whatever. And, and it's not the case. And this one and a half percent know it's not the case. And they know that there's going, there's going to be a retraction at some point, but they also are mistaken in thinking that even though the Bedin Hagadol are wrong in the reasoning and the retraction is forthcoming, while the ruling is out there, you are allowed to rely on them, and this makes it absolutely permissible, and that's why they eat this Helev. This 1.5% of the population will not be added up to the rest to add up to a majority. But when do we say that knowing that the Bedin is wrong takes you out of the equation? When you, when the person that knows, actually knows, and that person knows because he's either a Hacham or a Talmid Shehigiyah Lehora'ah. In other words, he's a scholar or somebody who is, is worthy of being uh, counted as a scholar, and and these were our terms of art, and it might be that this is, this is talking about the qualifications of being a member, or at least a standing in member, of the Bedin Hagadol yourself. But if a person was neither, he just thinks he knows. So when a person is not knowledgeable, then what they know they don't really know; they just assume, and that assumption isn't powerful enough. To, to remove the reliance, in other words, and that if they went ahead and relied on the Bedin, even though they thought that they thought 
that they knew something, but they weren't really hachamim, then we discount what they thought that they knew, and we just count the reliance, and therefore they are piturim, and the beddin would be hayavin if there is a majority. Also, another example of somebody making a mistake that is not directly related to the ruling of the Bedin is if the Bedin rule that this Halev is permitted, then the person thought that they are right, didn't, didn't think that they are wrong, but he ate this Halev by mistake. He thought he was having something else. And then he ate this Halev. Then because his mistake had nothing to do with the ruling, then this is not the kind of action that is done on reliance on the Bedin. And this is not, the person is not going to be counted towards the majority and he needs to bring a Hatat separately. So too, if, if the person, um, he, he reached the same conclusion as the Bedin, independent from the Bedin. So the person thinks that uh, this Halev should be Mutar, and he's sure of it. So when he eats it, it's not because he's relying on the Bedin's ruling, but because of his own independent conclusion. This too would be a kind of that's not directly related to the Hora'ah, and therefore it's taken out of the equation. This is the general principle. So there's two principles here, actually. Number one, the one who is patur is the one who is going to, to, to attach, to condition his action on the ruling of the Bedin. And in addition to that, you have all the conditions that were already spelled out. And separately, as a second principle... When a person is hayav korban hatat, you should know as a rule that person should be taken out from the count to a majority that we need to for the bedin hagadol to be hayav pararim tovarshes tibur. Halachavav horu bedin lehatir hadavar haasur bezadon veasu hakahal al pihem bishkaga bedin peturim mina korban benashem mezidim bechol echad mina osim al pihem. Let's say that the Bedin were willful and intentionally misled the people in a ruling that they knew was not the correct one. And then the people relied on it. This also doesn't count. The Bedin don't bring anything because they didn't do any hatat for which they can now seek kapara. And the individuals... They, they did a hatat because they did not rely on a valid ruling. This was a ruling that was deliberately misleading. Korban. 
וכל העושים פטורים מן הקורבן, מפני שהן מזידין, שהרי ידעו שטעו ושאין ראוי לעשות. לצאת את הבית דין, יש רולינג דאט אבריוואן נאוז איז רונג, ואבריוואן גוז אהד וסטיל דאז איט, נאוינג דאט הבית דין איז רונג, ונובדי וויל ברינג הקורבן, הבית דין וויל ברינג הקורבן, led the people to act in a certain way. Nobody conditioned their actions on the ruling, or at least not a majority. And the people who acted the way that they acted, they did not do so on the basis of the ruling, and therefore they, they were mezidin, which also means that they will not bring korban hatat. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen.